Lions, Bengals, and Bears, none of my guys scared. Chase rumbling, any one of them guys there. Wayne Young and he hungry, I pray we patient with him. I pray he leave with some money, I pray he leave with his health. Yeah, uh, the physical and mental. The thing I like about football is that stats kill opinions. This rap shit, I lick the niggas, I ain't about to knock it. This whole summer I was buying all the winter product. And I tried being peaceful, but my peace was getting bothered. So no doubt we got them eagles, we go Carson Wentz, Stefani. Okay, 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 okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 150 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. Yes, you heard that correctly. We have made it to episode 150. That means we are halfway past 100 and halfway to episode 200. We're out of the 140s. We're in the 150s. We're climbing up there. Man. We're, we're, we're really climbing up there, man. This is the big thing. Um, just another small milestone. In my young career, I'm excited. You know, I'm happy to be here. Um, you know, thank you guys for listening. Because, you know, without without you guys listening, there wouldn't be uh, 150 episodes of me running my mouth. That's that's real right there, man. I, I, I don't do this for my own personal entertainment. I do this for you. Um, you know, I have an audience. And, you know, people like to hear me and, and enjoy me. You know, people think I'm entertaining. People like my takes. Um and you know that's that's what comes what what makes me keep coming back week to week, even when I feel down or I doubt myself or or you know I feel like nobody's listening or I feel like I'm doing this for nothing and I feel I feel lost. I'll get a random message or you know from somebody I hadn't talked to in years or somebody I didn't think paid attention, and and boom, you know what I mean. So I know I have an impact on people. I know I'm doing something good. Um, with what I'm doing here with the podcast and what I got going on with my YouTube channel. So, you know, I just want to say, you know, from the bottom of my heart, man, thank you guys for keeping with me. You know what I mean? I really, I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. So let's get to business. We have we have a lot to get through today. We have a couple things to get to. We got to recap last night's game. Um, we're going to talk about game two of the Western Conference Finals and also the NBA review system. I'm going to get you guys for the fights this weekend. We've got Lom- the return of Lomachenko, the return of uh, Javon Tank Davis. And we're going to talk about um, boxing and, and the scheduling of these fights. Because it's, there's no reason that the Tank and Loma fight should be on simultaneously. That that don't make sense to me. It, it doesn't make sense at all. Um, And then we, we're, we're going to talk about this MLB pitching scandal, man. Because that's honestly... Hilarious to me what's going on with that. So we got we got to talk about that. So let's get started, man. Let's get let's get things started off with last night with the Bucks and the Hawks. I told y'all the Hawks would win game one. Then I also told y'all that if the Hawks took game one, you know, if they took one of the first two games, didn't have to be game one. If it was game one or two, as long as the Hawks took one of the first two games, the Bucks would be in trouble. Welp. The boys in trouble. <laughs> the boys in trouble, man. They are in trouble. I told y'all, man. Pro Warriors. Bucks were undefeated at home in the playoffs. 
undefeated, the Heat couldn't beat them in Milwaukee. The the scary hours Nets couldn't beat them in in Milwaukee. But Trey Young and the Hawks they walk into the they walked in the trap and they took over they took over the trap. You know that Milwaukee those fans were on fire. And I think like a part of the arena was actually on fire last week. Sorry, it was. I'm. Mean, it wasn't. I didn't mean for it to sound like a joke. It was, but the you know the fans they're very excited there in Milwaukee. They 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 love their Bucks and they bring the energy. But that don't matter when Trey Young's in town. It's quiet in here. Um. Yesterday I had two guys in the gym tell me that the Bucks were a defensively sound team. You know that that's that was their whole thing about why. The Bucks were going to beat the Hawks because the the Bucks they just played they just played they too good on defense they too good on defense. I said, well, I asked him. I said, well, who's sticking Trey? They didn't have an answer, and neither did Milwaukee. In the first half, Trey went eleven for 16, 25 points, four rebounds, and four assists. He would finish with forty eight seven and eleven. 48, 7, and 11. Monster stats. Monster stats. For his first uh, first conference, his conference finals debut, I think that's the, he scored the most points in a uh, conference finals debut in history. Yeah, 48 points out the gate. That's impressive. Hell of a run Trey Young is having. Hell of a run he's having right now. I'm I'm loving it. I'm I'm glad I'm been you know able to watch. This is great. Um, you know, he, big forty eight points. And then y'all on Twitter talking about, oh, he had to drop almost fifty just for the Hawks to win. Fam, it's not his fault. The Bucks couldn't stop him. What was he supposed to do? Not score? Like, come on, man. Like y'all are on Twitter mad. For a star being a star. I don't understand. And then you guys are acting like the Bucks are just this force or this big. What have the Bucks done outside of sweeping the heat? Make y'all fear. I don't, I don't think anybody fears the deer. Nobody's scared of the Bucks. In the past three to four years. What have the Bucks done besides be good in the regular season? They haven't done anything in the playoffs for me to be scared for this Hawks team. Nobody should be scared of the Bucks. Y'all act like they're going up against, you know, the best in the East. I, I don't. They beat the Knicks. They beat Philly. They weren't supposed to beat, uh, according to y'all, they weren't supposed to beat any of, either of those teams. And now they're up 1-0 on the Bucks. And people were just talking about how this was going to cake be a cakewalk for the Bucks. Oh, Bucks and four. Well, now it's Bucks and five. You know, to them. But I got my man. My people talking about. Oh man, you you. Wait, hold on. What the message say? What the message say? Let's go back. Hold on. I gotta read. I gotta read, man. <laughs> Talking about they not losing to Trey Young. Okay, buddy. Okay. Okay. Like like I said, man. Like I said. They couldn't guard Kyrie. 
They could not guard Kyrie when they was down 2-0. They was down 2-0 for a reason. They ran up against an elite point guard. They couldn't guard Kyrie. They couldn't stop Kyrie. Kyrie goes down, and then all of a sudden, they're so confident on defense because they don't have to guard. That's one less they have to guard. They cannot deal with point guards who can play basketball. Dog. Trey was out there shimmying on them boys, like really shimmying before he launched a three. Also, I think Trey Young has become the first person, um, the first athlete to get the cover of Electrified three episodes in a row. So clap it up for Trey Young. He, he's making history everywhere. He's just making history. But y- y'all can laugh all you want, but don't please don't let these boys go up 2-0 tomorrow. Please. They go up 2-0 tomorrow. Oh, man. Oh man, y- y- y'all think the Bucks in trouble now? Lord help us! I, I, I have to, I'm, I'm thinking Hawks in five after what I saw last night. Honestly, honestly, man, Trey was balling. Gallinari had PJ Tucker doing the tussie slide. Like what? Kayvon was hooping. If you don't know who Kayvon is, that's Kevin Herter. Capella hooped. John the Baptist came up big with a big oop off the goddamn uh, glass. And then hit a big three to keep them in the game down the stretch. There was, you know, it got rocky late in the fourth. But the Hawks, they just kept coming. They wouldn't go away. I don't know what you guys want me to say, man. Giannis had 34 and 12. Holiday had 33. Middleton had an off night. He had a bad night. But he, you know, he was he was keeping him, uh, you know, in it. Down the stretch he, he he was hitting some big shots Down the stretch Granted he only had 15 But he was hitting Some key shots At the end of the game You know honestly There was nothing The Bucks did wrong To make me be like They beat themselves Or they were one You know one play away From winning I slump, I simply think They got outplayed You know this Hawks team Can ball And yeah Giannis had 34 But it wasn't an easy night At the rim Bro I watched Trey Strap him up then he gave him a feed, you know, he, he, he faded away from Trey, and, and it, it went off the glass. Like, they're going to have to make, keep making Giannis shoot. That bully ball ain't going to work all four quarters. It's not. And even if it do, he wasn't finishing. He wasn't finishing. I give him credit. He was making his free throws last night, but he wasn't finishing at the rim. I mean, he blew an open layup at the rim. This is supposed to be, you know, a big rebound the team, but the Hawks had a lot of rebounds. You know? And um What else what else you know made me be like, mm. <sighs> You know, they didn't get much from Pat Connaughton or the, the guy Flores. They didn't I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just don't know. I don't think this this Bucks team is that good. I don't think they're that like you're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. That's that's how I'm feeling, man. Like the the the, the same way that the Heat beat the Hawks. I mean, the Heat beat the Bucks last year. That's how I feel about the Hawks right now. I really feel like they could they could finish this team in five or six. They're not scared. They're not scared of the the uh, road. They're not scared of Giannis, and they don't have any fear, and they never give up. This team is young and they're hungry. They're hungry. 
They're hungry. And if they don't figure out a way not to limit Trey Young, no, y'all got to stop him. If they don't figure out a way to stop Trey, good luck. Good luck. Seriously, good luck. Because it's going to be ugly again. They only won by three. It was a close game, but if Trey can give y'all another 40 ball, good luck, man. You damn near have a 50 piece on y'all, man. Good luck. Good luck. They got to make some adjustments. That coach got to make some adjustments, but I don't expect that from him. So, who knows, man. But I told y'all the Hawks was going to win last night. Nobody, y'all, y'all laughed at me. I don't know why y'all laughed. Ain't nothing funny. Talk about Hawks. Bucks and four. Yeah, all right. Out y'all goddamn minds. Told y'all the Hawks was coming, man. It was not scared. Oh. Oh. Um, so from the east we go to the west. Game two of the Western Conference final. Let me tell y'all, man, I hate the Suns. I don't know what it is about this team, but I don't like them. I don't like Chris Paul. I was never really a Chris Paul guy. I think he's an ass. I think he's a dirty player. Um, you know, granted, you know, he has been the savior for the Suns and OKC, but I was never really a Chris Paul guy. Like, you know, even when he was in New Orleans and L.A., I, I, that was never my guy. I never cared for goddamn Chris Paul. Um, I hate Jay Crowder. You guys know how I feel about Jay Crowder. I can't stand him. Didn't even like him when he was in Miami. Can't stand him. Um, I hate how fake, tough Devin Booker is. And, you know, him, he just don't do it for me. I'm not really a Devin Booker guy. Um, campaign, he, he's just ugly to me. I just don't like just don't like looking at his face for four quarters. That's just, you know. And I hate Suns fans. I think, you know, you guys went a little overboard with the guy, the Suns and four guy. Like, all right, congratulations. You fought at a game. Like. And then got rewarded for it I, I think you know How do we go from You know the, the the fans are crazy And somebody need to do something about this To encouraging a guy for fighting in the stands Like come on man Come on I, Let's let's not be hypocrites <laughs> Let's not be hypocrites man Come on But That's neither here nor there I hate the Suns So it's, This is I hate the Suns Okay I, I said it I hate them I don't like them I'm not a fan but that led me and, you know, caused me to end up cheering for the Clippers somehow. And I was actually rooting for Paul Paul George. And Paul George was having a good game, man. Paul George was actually having a good game. Even down the stretch. He was hitting shots that I didn't think he was going to hit. And I was I was yelling PG-13. Like, it, I was like, wow. I mean, you know, with the 26 points he had, I was like, oh, oh. There he is. You know, he woke up. He was answering the bell. And it, it just felt like all the slander in the world, all the, you know, the pandemic P, every, everything that we had been saying about Paul George, it felt like it was all about to be stripped away. It was going to be 1-1. It was going back to L.A., tied the series. They, they, they took one on the road after a crazy night. And then Paul George goes to the free throw line. It misses. Not one. But two of his shots. Uh, I couldn't believe it. I, I could not believe it. I 
just pand- pandemic P strikes a dick again, man. I, I I tried, man. I I don't know what to say. What the hell? What the hell? That's all I just. What the hell? What the hell, Paul, Paul George? What are you doing? Why do you do this to me? The one night I root for you. The one night I wanted to see you prevail. And, and and not have to get on Twitter and, and see slandered. You do this to me. I just don't understand, man. This is why you can't be nice to people. You can't we can't have nice things. We cannot have nice things because Paul George wants to ruin them all. That's what he wants to do. He wants to ruin all of the nice things that we have. And every all the nice things we had planned for. It was probably gonna be Paul George appreciation night. If you knock down two of those, both of those free throws, and the and the Clippers won, it was gonna be a whole lot of, um, what they be saying. The apologies better be as loud as the disrespect. Well, the disrespect was loud as hell after he missed them goddamn free throws. Jesus. But there was a lot going on within the last two minutes. I think the Suns called four timeouts. There was like five different reviews on ticky tack fouls. Out of bounds calls. It was ridiculous. It was honestly ridiculous. The NBA review system. (sighs) See, in NFL, the only things that are reviewable under two minutes are scoring plays, right? We're not looking at passing offense. We're not looking at offsides. We're not looking at holding calls. We're not going back and seeing, looking for false starts. The only thing in the NFL that is reviewable under two minutes are scoring plays. In the NBA, last touch. The, the intensity of a foul. Was there a foul? You got to fix the clock after you do all this. Was it a clear path foul? Was it a flagrant? Was it aggressive? Was it, was it malicious? All of that can be reviewed at any time. And they stopped the game. Not only does they do they stop the game, but it stops momentum and can benefit the other team. I don't remember exactly. There was so much happening. Uh, whatever review ended up leading to, a, it was basically a free timeout for the Suns, and they drew up that play, you know, that ultimately became the game winner. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. The NBA review system is flawed. Obviously, I think it stops, you know, the momentum of the game itself. The game's already long, and you make the game longer, and you're extending the game. You know, not only do we have to deal with the the intentional fouls at the end of the game and the free throws, now we got to throw in the refs reviewing every damn thing that happens in the last two minutes. And sometimes reviewing, you know, just looking at something that could possibly change the outcome of the game. You 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 stop the game. Because a missed call or a no a no call could possibly change the outcome of the game. 
But you don't realize that simply stopping the game to look at something that could have made the outcome differently is ultimately impacting the outcome of the game. You're stopping momentum. You're stopping the flow. That's what you're doing. I don't think everything should be reviewable in the NBA. I think this is something they're going to have to go back and, you know, look at the drum roll. I mean, it is beneficial, but it, 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 it just, I don't know. I don't know if everything should be reviewable. I think the only thing we should be looking at under two minutes is last touch. Honestly, last touch. I mean, if it's, if you miss a foul, you miss a foul. Because you, you, you probably been missing fouls all game. So I don't think y'all should be trying to make up for it now with less than two minutes on the clock. Just let it go. You you get me? Let it go. Let it go. I don't I don't understand that. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. But as far as the game goes, I mean you got broken nose Devin Booker. He's gonna come out with the mask probably. Pat Beverly gave him a uh, Kevin Owens headbutt and and knocked his damn nose damn near off his face. So that's happening. And, you know, apparently Chris Paul may be back for game three. And we haven't heard much from Robot Man. And it's looking nasty for the Clippers, man. It's looking like Suns in four, for real. I don't know how they come back from that. After losing like that, you got DeMarcus Cousins pushing Booker after the game. You got Rondo all in Devin Booker's face trying to tell him why that the game winner wasn't a game winner, but obviously it was because you're down 2-0. It's looking, it's getting dark for the Clippers, man. It's getting dark for the Clippers. It's getting dark. They better do something. But I think that was it right there. I don't, I don't think they can come back from that. I think that was a that was a that took the wind out of their sails. I think Paul George. I don't see him having a a great bounce get back game after that one. It's it's just not going to be good, man. This this could very well be the beginning of the end f- for the Kawhi and Paul George experience, man. I told you guys, this this is not working. You know, granted Kawhi isn't on the court right now, but. All in all, man, you Paul George, you can't miss those free throws, buddy. You can't. You cannot fold like that, man. You cannot. You can't. You can't do that, man. Not not in the Western Conference Finals, man. You can't do that. Not after you just hit those big shots to get you, you know, to get the lead and everything, man. Yeah. Yeah, you hate to see that. You really do. You hate to see it. You do. You know, that didn't that didn't bring me any joy. I was genuinely upset about that, man. I didn't want to see that. I, I, really, I really hate the Suns, man. I can't stand the damn Suns. Can't stand them. Um, I think that's all I had for basketball. Let me think. Yeah, I think, I think that's all I had, man, for games. One of the ECF and game two of the WCF. I think that's all I got. So now we can move on to boxing. So before we get to the fights, I want to talk about something. So to Saturday night, man, we got Lomachenko fighting. We got Lomachenko fighting. 
And we got Tank fighting. So let's get into that, man. Let's get into that. We're going to get into the fights. But let's get into the fact that they are fighting on the same night. This don't make sense to me. <clears throat> so, first of all, the Tank fight, the Tank card is on Showtime pay-per-view. And they want $69.99. Granted. Erickson Lubin's on the card. Julian J. Rock Williams is on the card. Both of those fights I would I would like to see. Those are gonna be some good fights. But $69.99? For a fight that's not even a title fight? Come on, man. Come on, man. That, that this 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 could be free. Seriously, this could be free. This could be free. I'm not taking anything away. From the star of Javonta Davis. But if you really want that star to shine bright. You don't force it on pay-per-view. You don't force it on pay-per-view. This is not a pay-per-view event. This is not a pay-per-view caliber fight. There's no belts on the line. The WBA regular. I'm, I'm doing air quotes. That's not a real belt. He's not about to become a three division world champion. That's not a real belt. The numbers are not going to look good for this one. I'm, I, I, I really don't think the pay-per-view numbers are going to look this good with, from this one. Especially on the same night that for $4.99, you can watch Lomachenko on ESPN+. Plus. It's not good for business. And I think there's only one fight on that undercard for the Loma card. So, I don't know. Depending on... So, the start time for the Loma card is 10 o'clock. Start time is at 10 o'clock. I think it's like one fight. Then the start card, I mean the start time, sorry, the start time for the tank fights, the tank card is 9 o'clock, and there's one, two, three card, three fights on the card. More than likely, man, these fights going to be going on at the same time. I just don't understand it. I don't think it's good for business. Either way, I mean, I understand. It looks like. The Monday Night Wars. Like, really. It looks like the Monday Night Wars. Like, SmackDown. I mean, WWE versus East WCW. That's what it looks like. Well, let's see who can get more ratings. Let's see who draws in the bigger numbers. And that that's not what this should be about. You should want everybody to be able to see these, these, these fights, these cards. You should want everybody the most eyes on them possible. They shouldn't have been scheduled on the same day. Didn't matter who went first. Tank could have went this weekend. Loman, they, they could have, ESPN top rank could have put that card on next weekend. Seriously, man. It's not good for the sport. It's not good for the sport of boxing to have two fights on, two, two, two stars everybody wants to see at the same time. That's stupid. That's like putting uh, Packers and Chiefs, Mahomes and Rodgers game on at the same time. Is what? Lamar and Baker. Like, two primetime games. You you, you, you you really think it would be two Sunday night football games on at the same time? You think you think uh, NFL Network will put a game on and, and have NBC put a game on at the same time and make people choose? No. That's stupid. That's stupid. You stagger them. Put them on different games, on different days. You don't you don't put two two big fights on at the same time. Y'all come on, man. 
This is bad for business. It's not a good business move. And it's not good for sport. It's not good for the fans. This is what the fans want. Nobody asks for that. And also, by the way, I'll be calling the Lomachenko fight on ColorCast, if you guys didn't know that. I'll be I'll be commentating that fight. I, I told you guys that. Just a reminder. Yeah, man. I don't I don't get that. I don't get that. I don't get it. I don't get it. Who like why would you guys do that? But I mean, look, this this is what a lot of this has been going on. Just a bunch of boxing going on. Like last week, top ranking Showtime had cards. Um, you know, Teofimo Lopez and Triller. They've rescheduled their fight twice. Let me tell you, the first time it was supposed to, it was gonna be the same weekend as the Floyd fight. They said no, we're not gonna do that. Then it was gonna be the same weekend. I think it was gonna be last weekend or something like that, or the same weekend as one of the Charlo brothers. I don't know, but they're gonna reschedule it again. Talk about Teofimo and Lopez got COVID. I'm calling BS. I don't think I don't think Teofimo and Lopez tested positive for no damn COVID. I don't. They just Triller just don't want to have the 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 you know the guy with all the belts going up against you know maybe them not having the biggest numbers on that night. So they pushed the fight back to August. But just last week it was oh I'm gonna fight again in October. And I I think Teofimo ducking work again. I think that all right. You fighting you you were gonna fight in June. Lomachenko was gonna fight in June. If you guys both leave those fights victorious, the only fight left to make again would be Loma Lopez too. And they don't want that. L- Lopez or his daddy want that. They know damn well they don't want to see Loma again. And I don't think they would have had a choice. So now that timeline messes up. So now you're probably only gonna fight in August. Let's see, August. October, November. Maybe another fight in December. Maybe, depending on how how August goes for you. Maybe you fight August in December, but that I don't even see that. You probably won't be back till twenty twenty two. Talking about Lopez. It's sad. It really is. It's sad. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. It's not a good look, though. It's definitely not a good look. Not at all. Not a good look at all, man. Definitely not a good look. Not at all. Nope. Alright, so let's get into the bouts, man. Let's get into the bouts. So, let's start off with the return of Vasily Lomachenko. He's making his uh, return since his loss to uh, Teofimo Lopez back in... When was that, man? It felt so long ago. Uh, shoot. Oh, what was that? October? Yeah, yeah, see? Look, him and um, Tank Ford in October, because Tank Ford on Halloween. So, yeah, this is his first fight since October 17th of 2020, when he lost all his belts in the unanimous decision loss to Efimo Lopez. So, we look at the tail of the tape here. Vasily Lomachenko, he's 33 years old. Southpaw stands at 5'7", with a 65.5-inch reach. Um, I mean, we know what time it is, man. We 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 know what the matrix what the matrix is about. We know what Vasily Lomachenko brings to the table. Um, you know he's supposed to be fully healthy. The shoulder and everything's supposed to be healed. Um, this is a big bounce back fight 
a tough going up against a tough opponent. He's not going up against a slouch. Um, you know, this guy has power. He can fight. He's taller. He has the bigger, the longer reach. So this is going to be a tall task, you could say, um, for Lomachenko. Jumping right back in the swing of things. You know, he just wants to show us that he's still here and that he's not falling off after losing everything. And, um, you know, this is he's going up against a guy that uh, went all 12 rounds with Teofimo Lopez. So if, if Lomachenko can come out and put this guy down, which I think he can, yeah, we'll 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 see. We'll you know it'll it'll raise a couple eyebrows. You know it'll make us look at certain things certain ways and may may be set up for a Lopez rematch soon. But you know that that remains to be seen. So let's look on the flip side of it and look at uh, the challenger. You know the the guy he's going up against Masayoshi Nakatani, who is uh, his record. Is give me one minute. I'm sorry, guys. His record is 19 and one. He's only lost one fight. Uh, he has 13 knockouts on his resume. His last fight was a wild one back in December on ESPN, where he beat um he handed Felix Verdejo his first loss in a knockout in the round in round nine. I think uh Nakatani got dropped in the first round and later in that fight, but came back with a crazy knockout. Like I said, he lost to Teofimo Lopez back in 2000, July of 2019, a unanimous decision loss. Um, he stands at 5'11 and a half, 71-inch 70 reach. He fights out of Tokyo, Japan. Um, and he is uh, an orthodox. And, you know, styles, makes, styles make fights. Um, it's going to be an interesting fight. I think it's going to be, you know, a couple fill-out rounds. Obviously, you know, it takes... Four or five rounds, about three or four rounds for Vasily Lomachenko to, you know, download the, the um, download the information before he puts his attack, you know, his plan to use. So it's gonna be interesting watching Lomachenko back in action, man. I'm excited. You know, you guys know this is one of my favorite fighters. He's one of my favorite fighters, and I'm more excited to call the fight. Um, this is my first time calling a boxing match, so I'm I'm very excited. I still have some preparation to do. I'll keep you guys posted with that, but I'm excited, man. It's gonna be a good, a good fun night. I got a second mic. I bought a new fight, a new mic for this one, um, because it's directly off the Colorcast app. So I have to plug the mic up to my phone. So I'd rather, you know, I'm glad I did that rather than buying. I mean, you know, using my headphones or you know my phone's mic. So it's gonna be pretty entertaining. I'm excited about it. But yeah, man, Lomachenko's back. I'm going with Lomachenko, obviously. Um, but I think he, I think he can get the knockout. I think the knockout comes in eighth round or stoppage in eighth round. That's where I'm going. I think I'm, I think it's going to be an earlier night. Um, I don't know, man, cause Nakatani, he has been down before and he hasn't been in the ring with anybody like Lomachenko, obviously at the age of 32, but this is going to be a good fight. I think this is going to be a good bounce back, bounce back fight for Loma and we'll see. What he has left, I mean, you, you got to think, man, over 300 amateur fights. Um, he's, what, 33, you know, he's had some injuries. So we're going to see what he can do. And, and, and can he, you know, regain that status that he had before he lost all of his belts to Teofimo Lopez. So we'll see. So also going on Saturday night, man, we got the return of Javante Davis, who makes his first um, appearance this year. After uh, his last fight back on in Halloween of 2020, 
Um, Javante Davis, man, he's moving up two weight classes for this fight. He's making his debut at 140. Um, he fought at 130, and now he's moving up. I mean, this is good for him, more weight, um, because, you know, he his body is changing, and I, I don't think he was going to be able to stay at 130, and, you know, he's already he's had problems making weight in the past. So hopefully tomorrow at the William we don't have that problem. Um, you know, so it's, 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 it's going to be pretty good. I'm excited to see him. You know, I'm, I'm going to be excited. You know, I'm excited to see him. At a higher weight class, I want to see if the power travels with him. Um, so let's look at the tail of the tape here, man. Javante Davis, damn, we the same height, five five and a half, um, sixty seven and a half inch reach. He's twenty six years old, fighting out of Baltimore, Maryland. You already know uh, he's a southpaw. Um, he's a former wba super what super featherweight champion former wba light title light uh wba light title light champion damn lightweight champion yeah we done after this one man i'm not even gonna talk about baseball i'll get to that um on monday we'll say that for monday i'll get break that down deeper um maybe i don't know i'm tired man i'm sorry i gotta i'm sorry i am i am i'm sorry y'all can hear it y'all hear me man um, so he's making his 140 debut against Mario Barrios, who stands at 5'10", with a 71-inch reach. He fights out of San Antonio, Texas. Um, he's also 26 years old. He's orthodox, so he's you know tall, much taller opponent, longer reach. Um, he's coming off. Of, he also fought on Halloween of 2020. He's coming off a knockout um, win too. Um, he knocked out Ryan Carl, whoever the hell that is. But um, I mean, he he, I don't know, you know, he doesn't have a very extensive resume, but I see he has beaten a couple undefeated, some um, couple guys with, you know, two losses, one losses. So you know, he's fought solid fighters, but no name, no big names, right? No, no big names. Um, for Tank, you know, I'm going with Tank. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see him at this higher weight level, higher weight class. I want to see what he's gonna do with a much bigger opponent. You know, will he be able to knock this guy out like he's knocked out everybody at 130? Um, so I'm going with Tank, but I think it's going to be a late knockout. I'm thinking like round 10, round 10. So we're going to, I hope to see some good boxing from him. That's what I really want to see. I want to see some good boxing from Tank. That's what I'm really looking forward to. And then, of course, you know, I want to see if the power will travel up to 140 with him. You know, I think that's going to be big. As well, um, yeah, man. So I'm excited, man. So I'm going with Tank and Loma this weekend. I think it's gonna be exciting weekend for boxing. It's a lot going on for the sport this weekend. Obviously, it's unfortunate these have to go on at the same time, but you know it is what it is. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Um, yeah, I'm not going to do the, bo- the the baseball thing because I feel like I'm going to really rush that being as I'm super freaking tired right now. Um, so I will save that for a big segment on Monday. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll you know go through and really prepare for that one because I, I really think this is interesting what's going on. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but like the pitchers, man, are like damn near stripping because they're how pissed they are. They have to keep, you know, getting checked for the sticky substance, man. It's It's very, very funny. To watch, but it's not funny at all because you got to think, man. The game is already long itself. Now you guys are stopping pitchers, doing all this extra stuff, man. Come on, man. What are we doing? What are we doing here, man? In the world of baseball, 
But um, yeah, man, this is it. I'm sorry. You know, I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about this episode. But I'm glad, you know, we're getting it out there. You know, glad we're getting it out there. Definitely, definitely. Episode 150. Um, uh, yeah, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I got new YouTube coming out. Top Five Friday coming out tomorrow. Um, doing a fight Friday. I mean, excuse me, Saturday night. So I got a big weekend coming up. Um, make sure you guys tune in to what you can, man. Make sure you go subscribe to the YouTube channel at Electrify TV. Follow me on Twitter at Eric Lyons TV. Follow the Electrify Pod page, Pod page at Electrify Pod. Shout out to Stadium Scene TV, man. Thank you guys for listening, man. 150 episodes and running. And for the 150th time, I'm Eric Lyons. You have just been electrified.